All right, it's Monday, March 2nd, 2020. Here at Lex Media, Dan Broskel, Dave Geller, special guest Daisy Girafalco, and of course our good friend Julie Minugian. Wait a minute, is it Girafalco or Girafalco? Girafalco. Cocaine. So both you ladies have G's. It don't make any sense. To exactly. Me. Right, we, go. we get the Manugian, Girafalco, the Brasgal. You. That's never right. <laughs> and the me. Geller. All right. A lot of G. Everyone has a G. All right. We cool. Go. Uh, Dave, this is an historic day for two reasons. Lay, right. lay it on us. So something happened on March 2nd, 1991. Something else happened on March 2nd, 1990. So March 2nd, 1991. You get, you get literally one guess. When you and I came up with the idea for this podcast. Yes, that's correct. 1991. Uh, Daisy, what happened on March 2nd, 1990 or 1991? Do you know? I have no idea. You wouldn't know. Julie? I don't know. One of these is movie related. All right. So uh, 3290. The wait, 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 wait. Thelma and Louise. The Hunt for Red October Ooh. came out March 2nd, 1990. Still one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, one year later, 3291, My Bar Mitzvah. So how you like that? Oh, Mazel Tov. 29th anniversary la, of My la, Bar Mitzvah. La, 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 I just saw Fiddler on the Roof. It's very appropriate. Uh, that is on the list of topics to talk about. Oh, oh really? my gosh, Fiddler, which I still have never seen. Let's start with that. Okay. That's a crime. Yeah. Okay, so Daisy, you just saw Fiddler, right? I'm taking yeah. away your certificate or something. Uh, I'm no longer Jewish. Um, <laughs> so what, Opera House, where was it? Emerson Colonial, where was it? It was at the Colonial. And how yeah. was it? How was the production? Oh, it was amazing. I'd never seen it. Okay. I sadly missed the high school performance last year. Okay. Um, it was really wasn't Dan incredible. Wasn't Dan the lead in the high school performance? <laughs> I think he was. <laughs> I think not. I think it was <laughs> T. It was Tavia. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest. He was the actual fiddler. But. If only I could fiddle. Um, <laughs> two and a half hours? 240? How long? Um, it was... Uh, no, like two, like two, just plus, a little plus over intermission, two. Plus yeah, intermission? Yeah, yeah, plus a little intermission. What time was the show? Evening? Uh, yeah, 6.30. Yeah, 6.30, a little intermission, and uh, it was it was absolutely wonderful. And there were four of you that went. Who'd you go with? Uh, no, just two. Just, just two. myself and my friend, yeah, because oh we have um, we have the annual Boston, um, Broadway and Boston tickets, and yes. sometimes my daughter doesn't want to go, and I recruit a friend. Rude. And this one she didn't want to go to. I'm always available husband. for a good show. We're going oh, to really? uh, the band's okay. visit coming up in April. Oh, which yeah. We're we'll excited there about. Too. Have yeah. you seen the movie? No. Based on the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, check it out. I've got to um, check that out, yeah. So, as Daisy's already jumping in, just tell us a little bit about yourself, and you know, how, how, what are you doing here, what's your, what's your work, and then we'll come back to that a little bit later, Daisy, so introduce yourself to our listeners. Um, I am a Bedford resident of coming on 17 years. That's enough. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold it against me, I guess. I Continue. Um, I own a child care center called Bedford Children's Center, and... Um, and uh, I don't know what else. Let's see. I'm originally from New York. Big uh, state, what part, right? Long Island. Long Island. Suffolk or Nassau? Suffolk. What town? The North Shore. Huntington. Huntington. I'm from Huntington. There's some Island. Huntington folks at Brandeis, certainly with me, Dave. I'm sure with you also, right? I think so. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. I'd probably know Dave's friends, given your last podcast. Dave and I are closer in age. Yeah. Um, well, and, and we well, feel the same age. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Walked into that one. <laughs> I, I don't want to get Daisy. too far ahead of ourselves. We'll, we'll come back to that one also, Daisy, which is uh, spectacular. Banana for breakfast. Uh, Mango is forever. Um, so, so, Daisy, we're, we're excited to have you here. Um, you, you know the shtick. We talk about a few things that happened this week, but we've learned. Um, we're going to l- skip the what do we know stuff and probably go to you first on that, just as a heads up. But um, to recap what's been happening since we last uh, were here on Thursday, we had a great event Saturday day, which all three of us were at, the Maddie's Mission event. Um, 
congratulations to you and Jen on a wonderful evening. Uh, you know, three observations that, that happened that night from my perspective. Number one, we finally won something, which we're happy about. So <laughs> yay, Broskel's winning what, what a raffle item. It, what was it that you won? Someone's going to come and cook dinner for us, which is... Oh! The challenge is, it says, between two and six people, and we have seven. So, like, so what's going to happen? That's going to be I great. I guess I won't eat, right? You you actually earned your keep. She'll earn her keep on that one. That's great. So we're excited about that. Uh, second thing I noticed, you just know so many people, Dave, that are interesting. And I talked to every other one of them about the podcast, because I'm like, hey, have you been listening? You should come on, because it's a interesting people. Uh, and the third thing, just as an amusing thing, I was hanging out with uh, with Hannah Geller and Jocelyn Geller and Jocelyn uh, Geller's friend's cat. And I'm like, cat, like, I see you got a tattoo there. Is that a bird? And it was like, mostly concealed. How'd you know it was a bird? I'm like, I just thought it was a bird. I was totally right. So way to go, Dan. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Dave, what was your uh, what were your take-homes from the event? I had a, had a great night. And thank you both for coming and everybody else who came. You know, people ask us what our goals are of the night. And, you know, number one is to raise funds for the two big charities that we did, the Robert F. Kennedy Children's Action Corps and the Wonder Fund. Number two is to um, raise awareness about these, you know, the kids in need, especially, you know, specifically the kids involved in foster care. And we had an amazing speaker, Ulysses, who navigated the system to adulthood. And three is just to really um, share this night with our friends, you know, and have them meet each other and, you know, spend time with everybody, which we were able to do. We had a great, great night. We raised some great funds and awareness. So thank you. Sweet. Daisy, what do you think about the night? Yeah, that the Ulysses talk that he gave was so powerful that um, you always think of foster children being infants or children and just his his journey as an adult really um, was was really moving and just to see the success um, as an adult that he's become was just really incredible. Um, the thing that was really incredible was I looked around and saw all of my medical professionals there for <laughs> myself and my entire family. Really? You have to guess um, who these yes, are Yes, everybody from my uh, my dentist. <laughs> I thought I, I recognized that mm-hmm. voice. That's Hold great. on. Cover your nose and mouth. <laughs> I know you. Um it was. It was a beautiful night. It was the first night we could go. Our kids are old enough to now leave them home alone. <laughs> so, yeah. so we Isn't could. That great? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really liberating. Yeah. Actually, we were like, we were saying, "What do we do? Oh my gosh, let's just go." Um, but it, it's really. It was so educational and, um, you know, upsetting in a lot of ways. But I think events like that really get you to get out of your comfort zone as far as what you think about, and what you let yourself think about. Um, because it's it's a reality of a lot of lives of children that they brave things um, that we as adults would probably never be able to endure, and they endure and, and thrive. And that was something that really hit my husband and I hard that mm. night, and, mm. and there were some really incredible people there. Yeah, I mean, kids are way more resilient than we are. That's been my experience. Yeah. I'm sure everyone yeah. can probably say and the, the same thing. And the people that put their families out there to just taken taken these children that are facing these things are, are, are brave as well and committed and it's awesome. really it was really neat That's great awesome there's a, a follow-up to that on the, so i was in the car yesterday morning and dave accidentally butt facetimed me which was <laughs> great i'm like what do you want he goes oh it's an accident and he hung up and he called me two seconds later for the car i want to talk to you i'm like all right nice uh then we talked again in the evening so we, we talked three times yesterday dave which was great you know lost the cover my butt is very forward thinking right you, you well, need, a, you need you know, to call dan also which you're taking your own advice from the taser story last week right <laughs> there we go um the, the Maddie's Mission journey for us ended yesterday at, at Hot Yoga Dave. So oh, yeah. We had a nice time with you and uh, uh, my wife and me and you and, and uh, 
two Gellers, one Landis, and a few other folks in hot yoga. So that yeah, was a nice yeah, way to, yeah, to finish up a, the weekend. Had a, 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 a whoever came to yoga, they donated all the, the funds to Mandy's Mission. So uh, we had a lot of good friends there, nice people. Some sweaty people next to me. I will say it wasn't as hot as it's been in there before. Yeah. And, and part B is like I didn't really try super hard yesterday because yeah. I was really sore for a reason we'll come back to later. Um, but always good to wear the same color as you in hot yoga by accident <laughs> for like the third time in a row. We're both wearing fluorescent yellow shirts and black shorts. We just wear like a cool. big poncho. Yeah, I was gonna we say, we what should do you get matching like, like jerseys. Let's get yoga jerseys yeah. together. Like what do we know about yoga? Nothing, you know? We'll get one big mat we can, and we can share blocks. We're not going to do that because I sweat. The hot yoga that I did, people would wear like Speedos at that point. I think you should get, what do we know, Speedos. Not, that is not going to happen. I was just leaving. Like, if, I, if I could do yoga in a breathable uh, snowmobile suit, I'd probably do that. You know, less skin showing the die. possible. You're trying to like lose weight for wrestling? What's your strategy there? Come on, man! Oh my god! Uh, I will say, you know, the, um, just because we talk about it every week, Liverpool lost three uh, nothing to Watford. What a shame! I knew I couldn't sleep for a reason. So twenty six one and one. Huge showdown tomorrow in the FA Cup, and and the treble is still alive, Dave. You know what the treble is? Um, is it all about the treble? Uh, <laughs> Good one, Dave. Let's <laughs> <laughs> drop it. The swaggy culture. Let's just rewind. Uh, Daisy Treble. Treble, yes, no? I'm not even going to make a dad joke. No, Dave. Okay, great. Uh, uh, Dan, tell us. So everybody's wondering now, did Julie Treble? No, no Treble. So uh, you can either win a single championship, a double, or a treble. So Liverpool could win the league and the FA Cup and the Champions League still. So let's hope that happens. I'm sorry. That's a thing. Single, double, treble. Treble. What Tri- happened to triple? Yeah, what language is that? British. Oh, excuse, hey. excuse me. Hey. Peaky blinders. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Julie's favorite show? It's Julian Paula. Gelati, right? Because uh-huh. I, I listen to your podcast, Julie. That's the second ac- like accent that um, Daisy's dropped on us, one before <laughs> and one after. You have a great, do your, do your Long Island Oh, that's good. Well, that's just because I was brought up on Long Island. You don't sound like Long Island. You're not doing it now. You don't sound Long Island. I know. Well, I grew up in a bilingual home, so I don't have an accent. On a what home? A bilingual home. You said Bible. Was it? (laughs) No, definitely not a Bible home. (laughs) A treble. Um, Yeah, you guys were talking about shows that you watch. And I watched The Affair, no thanks to my good friend, and that's really um, soft porn. Just for the listeners out there, consider yourself warned. (laughs) I keep texting my friend. What am I watching? I was watching it on the airplane. The guy next to me was like, whoa, lady. Yeah, that happens on planes. Like, I can't believe they didn't censor that. Sorry, neighbor. I know. And it comes out of nowhere. I'm embarrassed. I'm not not that sorry. I know. Like, I'm watching 300 Rise of Empire, and there's, like, gigantic nudity. I'm like, sorry, kid next to me. Like, turn your eyes over that way. That's the reason you got banned from the Bedford Library, right? (laughs) At least I got banned from Springsburg Park. Is that Park Mr. Geller. Brosgall? Want to tell the Springsburg Park story, Geller? <laughs> not not, <laughs> not today. today. Here we go. Um, speaking of movies, Julie, because uh, on our way out last time, you talked about um, you had a take on Frozen Two, which I thought was interesting. Do you want to like share it with us? Because we talked about Frozen Two back in December. Uh, yes. Oh, we're sharing microphones here. I have to. Yeah, we are. Come on in. Um, yeah. So my my take on. Um, Frozen 2. I was a little, I loved it, of course. I was happy to see all the characters back, but I was disappointed. Um, Sometimes with sequels, movies think that they have to go way out beyond the original story. 
And my thing is, why didn't they just stay in Arendelle? There are so many <laughs> cute little, in that cute little village, we could have had a story related to the castle or the staff or little shop owners. I mean, that's what we wanted to see. Instead, we went out into the woods and we were introduced to two whole new groups of people who were fighting with one another. It was a battle with their grandparents like generations ago. And I just didn't like that. I wish they would have just stayed in Arendelle. Yeah, I mean, you and me both. Plus, there was like a whole lot of tokenism, you know, <laughs> as you, thrown into Frozen 2 and like time. We're not that Julie just destroyed the movie for me. What were the tokens? Oh, well, you know, it had to be more, it, it was very white, let's say, the first Frozen, and this one was not, hmm. and it felt a little bit like, oh, yeah, like, here's someone who's not white for you to understand, and it was it was Randall from one This character. Is Us, you know, one character, so that, that's what I call Toby. It was Randolph from This Is Us? Randall. Randall, Randall, Randall. Randall. Not Randall from um, Monsters, Inc. No. That would be uh, weird. Never be seen it. Since, as we're on the topic, you've never seen what? Monsters Inc. I'm not, not lying. Wait a minute. You have you that need huge to turn his microphone off. that huge DVD collection in your house, which is a wall of DVDs. You don't How have Monsters have you Inc. Never in there. seen Monsters Inc. Seriously. So I have, let's get them, Daisy. I have. Um, <laughs> we can talk about, and we will now. Like what are like the best animated movies? Like Monsters no, 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 no. Inc. No, let's rewind. Not what, up there. What's no, gonna no, happen no. at noon? The scare floor. Yeah, gets but wait a minute. How do you have you? How would you avoid? Did you avoid it on purpose? Well, when did it come out? That's a better question. Oh, I think he was fourteen, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when I was fourteen, he's like Sleeping Beauty. When I was fourteen. Sleep. Little Mermaid came out. That's what I'm pretty sure. Sleeping about. Beauty Silver Edition. I want to see this. All right, well, since nobody asked, oh. I'll just tell you. Like animated movies, you know, I, I, there, there's a pantheon. The pantheon used to be have two, which was Aladdin and Lion King. Um, has expanded to Frozen, um, you know, Moana, and um, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna another, throw. You know. f- I'm gonna throw one. 2001. So, all right. So I, w- I was 23. I wasn't seeing Monsters Inc. without kids. Like, what are we doing? Sorry. You already had kids by 2001. That makes sense. So, I think um, it just burned you. Take that. Take that. Yeah, take that, take buddy. That. I was okay. seeing Ocean's Eleven 2001. Smack That's down. what I was doing. Uh, have you, what's, your, what's one of your favorites, Daisy? Definitely Monsters Inc. But I have to say, um, well, Monsters Inc. because there's Mike. Yeah. Mike oh. Wazowski, which is hysterical. The little green guy with the one eye. But I have to oh, I say, Mike, Mike, like your husband's name is Mike. That's well, it is, there. and then we're always like, Mike. So you have to explain it to Dan because he's right, never seen it. Right, because he's right. Um, Isn't one of the Billy Crystal? Yes. Yeah. Is that yeah, Mike? That's Mike. Okay, so I know something. Um, but definitely a classic is Lady and the Tramp. Oh, nice. And I've never seen that either. The, Whoa. What, well, don't judge. This podcast judging. is about don't to talk, me. turn into Dan and I, uh, so Dave and I. This podcast, I, by the way, this episode is called Picking Daisies, I, I think. Oh. That's what I think is happening. Or, or pick, picking Daisies. Daisy picking on Dan. I'm being picked on by Daisy. Oh, so, by the way, at the, at the Maddie event, I really liked that they sang um, Daisy, Daisy. I appreciate Oh, there you go. That, yeah. that was. The uh, the Pitch Pipes pitch from pipes. Lexington Seth High School Seth sang Cutler. It. Yeah, like some great that acapella. Nice. Those 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 young men were amazing. Um, I just want I want I want to throw in Hoodwinked. Has anybody ever seen? Hoodwinked? Oh, absolutely. No, have you ever seen it, Dan? Talking about oh Fern Gully. Thank you. Great movie. Great soundtrack. Be- mm-hmm. Great movie. Better soundtrack. Right, you want, um, underrated animated movies. Emperor's New Groove is an underrated animated movie. It's very funny. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm, With David absolutely. Spade and Cusco. Yep. That's a good one. That's an underrated animated mm-hmm. movie. Smallfoot. 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 I didn't care for Smallfoot. Haven't no. seen Toy Story. Haven't seen any of them. Don't judge. You've never seen. Don't judge me. <laughs> so you are all you you are you are all over me for not seeing all the Star Wars I, movies. Uh, I didn't know until you told me. Well, you haven't seen. St- 
Star Wars? No, uh, no, 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 no. I have, I've seen one, two, What's three more and a egregious? Half. What's more egregious? Not seeing Star Wars or not seeing Tor- I think, Toy Story? I think Star they're equal. False. No, I <laughs> Star Wars is, 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 is no, orders of magnitude more egregious than I, not seeing I feel Toy faint. Story. I, I would like to answer Does have any? given who you are, Dan, an educator, always surrounded by children and yes. five kids, it's more egregious you haven't seen Toy Story. Yes. It's part of culture. You ask 350 million Americans what's more egregious, they'll say, I can't believe I haven't seen Star Wars. Sorry. Okay, well, Not sorry. We can I disagree. This is a good fight, though. But for you specifically, Toy Okay, so what's a, what's, what have you not seen that we'd be surprised about? I've, I've never watched end-to-end any of the Hobbit movies. And that well, they're inclu- long. And that yeah. include or any of that. Hob- they're not even called Hobbit. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord, Lord of the, of the Rings. Rings. Yeah. Yeah. The only time I ever see a Lord of the Rings movie, I walk in the room and there's Gollum like <laughs> in the, <laughs> and it scares me and I run out. And my and my family took me to the Hobbit movie, the most recent one where the where they're going down the um <laughs> they're going down the river in the in the uh, barrels and I even fell asleep during that one, so I still didn't see that and I was held captive in the movie theater. I fall asleep movies. All the time. I've never watched them either. Yeah, yeah but, but but like my family will watch them. My husband watches them repeatedly, right, so and I still will not watch them all. He, and he, because Gollum freaks me out. Here's a few truisms about those movies. First of all, the books are way way better. Like mm-hmm. not even not even discussion. I, I read those books once a year. I hope this isn't a campaign for to years. Get me. Oh my god. No. So read the books; they're incredible. And second of all, like <laughs> I can't wa- I can't watch get those, right on that. I can't watch those movies straight because I can't stand all the scenes with Liv Tyler like they're mm. painful and, and the last one's three hours and 15 minutes my brother-in-law yeah, has like the director's cuts time. which are like like four hour specials I'm like what do you no don't need that I mean I like long movies but those didn't need to be that long and those movies were rewarded like because at, at the end like Return of the King won best picture because they hadn't won one before it's not that great but Star Wars is, I mean, I would say Star Wars is more iconic than, than Lord of the I've Rings. Seen but that's a good, that's a good I've seen Star Wars. I've seen Star Wars. I've seen Empire Strikes Back. I, I've seen ha- half of Return of the Jedi. Well, Beyond then that. You, the answer is you haven't yeah, seen yeah. them. Yeah. The answer is you haven't no. seen them. Okay. I, I will answer and that. And now you'll never be able to find the originals, Dave, which is part of the problem. Because the new ones you get are always having the edited endings from 2001 when they did the remastering and the CGI stuff, which feels just crappy at the end of movies that you didn't used to be that, you know, artificially enhanced, you know? So I'm not. I'm, I'm not. What I, I'm not sure what I'm sadder about right now. Well, what are the options? Um, having not seen the Grateful Dead live, a Bruce Springsteen concert, or seeing all of the Star Wars <laughs> minologies in the actual. Did form. we have the Grateful Dead thing here? Did we talk not about that yet. for a second? No. Do you want? Do, 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 well, have I, we, I, can't have, we? I asked someone a question recently. Oh, were you a Dead fan? Were you a Grateful no. Dead fan? Were you a Fish fan? Oh yes, yeah, no. that last. Yeah, that's week. Were you a Fish fan? I mean, so, so nah, somebody. No. No, I mean, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying the great. Well, yeah, we, I mean, talk, we we doted on it last week. Oh, I think it was on the one that we lost. Yep. Right? So when I was when I was a kid, which was ten years after you guys were kids ish. Okay, Wait, when we just go <laughs> pre or post Monsters Inc. Was that when we pre? <laughs> <laughs> Approximately eight. So in the early nineties slash ninety five. What was that black and white Mickey Mouse the fr- original cartoon? Oh, um. There you yeah, go. Was it after, yeah. before, Steamboat Willie? I've never heard those words before. I know what you're even talking about right now. Um, I was going to say, so when I was when I was a teenager, the, the cool kids wore like the tie-dye teddy bear shirts and listened to the dead and mm-hmm. played guitar. And I didn't. I only ran into that in like 95. And that immediately led into Fish because everyone who listened to the dead then listened to Fish afterwards. So I kind of 
got like a little bit of the dead and then got into fish pretty hard late 90s um but no was there anybody in between those two bands that sort of filled like the jam band psychedelic you know trippy jammy space because that's like an, that's an, that's a channel I mean, on sirius fm which plays like dead and fish and other like jam bands but i don't think anybody else yeah. was in between them it was really important i mean there's like the reggae phase that i remember that sort yeah, yeah. of did it i mean but... like pink floydish but that's yeah, really i don't think so it's not musical it's not musical yeah. Yeah. yeah and it isn't guster guster was different guster, guster. Was, like, was, like, was like college rock not guster's jam. playing on long island in a couple yeah. weeks guster makes the rounds still yeah, yeah, yeah they're pretty great yeah, so they're one, playing one, in huntington last year a kid of mine like a 17 year old was like hey have you ever heard about Guster? I'm like, dude, yes. I, <laughs> I went to I a, a Boston Guster. area college in the 90s. I know yeah, about yeah, Guster. Yeah, good room, good room. Yeah, but somehow in the transition from like CDs to, to I, iTunes, I lost a lot of my Guster stuff. I'm like, do I actually want to buy it for like three songs? I mean, maybe I do. But there's good stuff in there. I don't know. There's always Spotify, Pandora. Mm-hmm. Well, once once our podcast, once we get bought out by Spotify, our podcast will be billionaires, Ka-ching. right? Much like The Ringer did the other week. So, um, <laughs> Dave, did you learn anything this week? Um, I did no. I don't know if I learned any, anything spe- specifically. We spoke just recently on Thursday, right? I think I've, I've relearned a, what an amazing, or, or not relearned, just upped again how amazing friends and family and and community that we have in this area, especially after Maddie's mission. So sweet, Daisy. Did, yeah. you, did you learn anything this week or recently? You know, because you weren't here on Thursday. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I learned something. No, it has every to go, day. has to be week to week. So yeah, from week last, to week. you learn something well, every the, day. I do. I mean, I mean, I work with so I work with children. I have seventy two um, little ones, birth to ten years old after school. So that just kind of um, reinforces just the miracle of of life every day. So How old the are the babies things. when you get them? We're going to jump to it. Like, what, what, well, what's the, the youngest so you've the, ever been handed a baby say, hey, oh, it's yes. yours? Well, well, six weeks. Wow. And then, oh, what does that feel like? new baby What does that feel it's like? It's like rolling in a new car. That's just the most amazing thing oh. in your Have life. you ever walked in in the morning and the front doorstep of the BCC is a little baby in a basket saying, oh my God, oh God no. what are you I, doing? No, 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 no. I'm here I'm here to start my day. No, it's six weeks old. Okay. No, 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 no. Bringing my briefcase and my lunch. Yeah, I'm here. No, but, you know, so, yeah, six weeks and just kind of being in that, um, being in a journey like that with families is really a gift. I mean, it sounds so cheesy, but it is really a gift. We have, we feel really honored to be, I mean, I'm sure like a pediatrician, like you see these people for so long and, um, and it's just neat. So the, so the other night there was a middle school dance and we're looking looking at picture, you know, my daughter's like too old. They went for 10 minutes and they were like, we're so done. Um, and this one, this one, uh, this one daughter of my friend, they were like, oh, she's dating so-and-so. And I was like, wait, what? That so-and-so was one of my first children at school. And I, I, I literally needed smelling salts to kind of recover from that information. Because these fortunate romances are like, really intense, what? you know, watch out. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. These sixth grade. Uh, but the thing I learned, I think, is just, um, I just... I, I continue to really adore college students and my son being in the college process. You have a couple of college students, Steve. But I just adore them. And I worked with college students for a long time before I worked with babies. Um, I was a, I was an educator for older kids. And then in college, I worked with younger college students. And then as an adult, I work with college students. What did you do? Um, I, I, taught, uh, I taught public speaking. I taught... Um, communications in diff- as a TA, and then I taught uh, customer service and how to deal with uh, 
customer service people over the phone hmm. when hmm. that was a thing. Um, and then I taught... <laughs> when there actually was <laughs> customer not, service. Not AI, yeah. not AI robots and software. Right, like exactly. Yeah. And then um, I was a recruiter for many, many years, and I would go on college campuses, and I would do... Um, I would do mock interviewing and teach people what yeah. to do and what not hmm. to do during interviews um, <laughs> and give, yeah. yeah. So, so, I cannot tell, but oh my gosh. No, 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 no. Oh but we'll, well, maybe you come back to that, but <laughs> yeah. give us some, some um, things that you should not do at an interview. Well, so, you know, today we had an interview scheduled and the person so graciously just said, hey, I, you know, yesterday said, hey, I've been thinking about it. This isn't the direction I want to go. And I said, thanks so much, opposed to the person on Friday who just didn't show up after taking my time for a half an hour phone interview, confirming, hey, I look forward to meeting you. And, you know, so just treating people with respect and understanding that this is relationship and well, how about actually in the room you're in the room with someone I'm, you're, I'm, oh, you're interviewing me um, and what should I not do besides put my finger in my nose yeah well yeah short of anything like that uh, look at your phone absolutely we're revealing clothes be late uh, look look and be disorganized talk negatively about your previous employer current mm, employer um, you know put anything down you know there are definitely ways to hmm. like put anything down like yep. a town or not, not a pen day you're like wait like yeah no <laughs> no like talk negatively about <laughs> I, I was thinking of that thank you yeah no put like put people down or put hmm. an organization down. i mean obviously we know why there's a reason why you're leaving your current situation but there's a professional way to say that hmm. that doesn't have to include being super negative about yep, it so right. so I love college students and last night I was I was because really my my age that I am actually is like 35 don't do that yet don't do oh, that oh sorry come on, come on. <laughs> wait so I you actually can't wait. calculate your own age I without us very young um so I like TikTok because it's really an oh, escape from nice it's really an escape from just reality um so last night I'm looking at TikTok and I'm my husband's trying to sleep and I am laughing Dying. so hard. Oh and he just rolls over and he says, What are you laughing at? And I said, There are students at Penn State having a candlelight vigil because their Taco Bell is closing. Oh yeah. I love that. Because their Taco Bell is closing. I said, This is why I love college students they're all there are hundreds of them standing out there they have nothing better to I mean, do if we but went if we went college right now right that's what we would be doing we'd be doing i would not be having a candlelight vigil for no but the youtube oh videos gosh. we'd ha be having oh, it'd be my, crazy forget it no it probably would have ruined my it would have ruined my my career probably but oh all my stuff, god that but then open. this of course then led to this story that my husband doesn't know if he knew my sister will go unnamed Dated this guy Jim, who I, I thought you were going to name your sister. No, no, no. I have I have five of them between my birth and my and marriage. But my sister, the fifth one wasn't named. Yeah, no. My <laughs> my sister dated this guy Jim, and he would go into Taco Bell. And What's he'd Jim's say, last name? O'Brien. Bam, named him. Yeah, he's hysterical, <laughs> and he'd say, "Can I have a burrito to go and a burrito to throw?" And the people would give it to him, and he'd take one to eat, and he'd walk out, he'd unwrap the burrito, and he'd throw it at the huge glass window. Inside and or outside? They, outside. What are you talking about? Yeah, because I... I don't know why. One Julie, to go and one to <laughs> and throw. One, that's a that's a, a a credo to live by. It was he, is. Was he able? And we laughed. Was he able he was to do that human. repeatedly at the same Taco Bell, or did they catch on to him after a while? They did it every time. There's the guy. I don't there's know. The, there's, there's the, 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 the go throw, throw guy. Thinking, they were probably like, do you think he's not going to do it again? 
When we, when we went to high school, gonna, we used to. Um, not gonna do it again. Some of my friends used to drive by. So the, funny. Used to drive by the drive-through at McDonald's, and they drive up to the drive-through in the in the, you know, they make the order, and then the person would open up the little drawer in instead of that's drawer drawer instead of yeah. getting their food and and um you know giving them money, they would just put a little a little smoke bomb in the drawer and drive away, and we we'd watch from afar no. as as no. the, as the poor person the booth just filled up with smoke. <laughs> no. Why are you sharing? I don't know why you're sharing that story. On that, this I mean, you're bringing but, the level of the podcast like down, Geller. There was like this gosh, burger criminals. place. These are my friends. <laughs> there was this burger place this in Penn Burgoyne. State, and people uh, again this to is, be named later. <laughs> people would go by and do blowfish on the windows of the burger place. You know, like you stick your face on the window yeah. and you do blowfish. And one time, <laughs> I would go. My one of my closest friends went to Penn State. I went to Ohio State, but so Penn State was between. Very conveniently between school and <laughs> between home, Ohio yeah. State and home, yep. <laughs> so, which which really sir was nothing good happened on my way home. But and <laughs> a lot of and, Pennsylvania and luck can yeah, go wrong. A lot, yeah, right, exactly. And uh, and our friend did a blowfish on there in the winter and like took part. Oh, like, that's and, not a good idea. And, like part of their lips, all, you know, because. Go see a pediatrician about that. What happened? Uh, nothing. Uh. We were able to identify your son by the your DNA on his lip skin. Lips on the, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But this is why I love college students. They just have, you know. So I have, you know, six kids over on Saturday night, and I'm looking around. I'm like, all these young people are going to be college students next year, and I'm hmm. thinking, you know, this one's going to be eating the fruit out of the buffalo juice. This one's going to be. You know those hats that say like I'm bringing the bad decisions, I'm bringing the bad bail money, I'm bringing the right, and I could just name them, and it's just it's just kind of a neat as as kind of disarming of of a time as this is for me as as his mom as you know you go through these adjustments and but it's just still really neat to see them kind of growing and going through that and finding the humor in it. How'd you go from Long Island to Columbus? To Columbus? Yeah. What was that um, story? I knew I wanted to yep. study journalism yep. uh, and public relations, and they were all in the same college. Yep. And at the time, they were in the same college. Now, their journal, their journalism is in the College of Communications. And um, and one of my friends was going, and she's like, "Oh, you should apply to Ohio State." And I said to my poor dad, I tortured the man. I was like, "If I go away to college, I'm really gonna go away." And he's like. <laughs> And because uh, I was the youngest of three by many years, and uh, and I applied, and I got. Did you accepted. visit first? Or you supplied like sounds good. No, I no. It was a different time. Right. You know, I, now it's like you have to apply, yeah. show interest, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I applied, and I got accepted. My sister and I, just uh, my eldest sister and I, not the person who dated Jim with the tacos with not, the burritos. I love Jim O'Brien. Oh my God! No, not not that. Don't track that guy down. Um, I want to do that with a fish fillet. <laughs> so she so we flew out there and we walked around and I looked at her and I was like I'm gonna go here and she was she said I was afraid you were gonna say that oh my god yeah but it was the it was the best you know four and a half years of my life it was great it really it was great. a great place to go to school yeah yeah so how's it feel to be back at the mic <laughs> <laughs> you get the journalism background right I know yeah it's fun so you met your husband and you in eighth grade. Eighth grade, yep. What's up with that? Um, I came from public school, yep. uh, private school to public school, and his best friend Joe Palmieri. Some names here. That's yeah, great. I know Joe Palmieri. <laughs> What's so. his claim to fame? Introducing Mike and Daisy. Apparently, yeah. right? well, he, he ended up being our best man. <laughs> there in the we wedding. go. There we go. Yeah, 
Um, he had a locker next to the girl who was my best friend, and her name uh, her name uh, was Amy Pancake. Amy Pancake. Yeah. As in yep. The, so they as in the breakfast food. And that's the best last name I've heard all versus week. Yeah. versus what else? Pancake as in breakfast food. Yeah. Or <laughs> I don't know. Um, the other pancake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I that? call it pancake. The other one. Yeah. Pancake with a K. And then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we met, and then that was it. We just remained. So you friends. met him because because their lockers were together. So I'd always hang out with Amy. Did and he not go to OSU? What was his story? No, no, he went to University of Pennsylvania. So how'd that work out? What do you mean? Did you guys stay together in college? We never dated until we, we were in our twenties. Never dated Oh, you met? Oh, no, no. Tear up that history that we had. No, no. Uh, who are we? Dave and Dunn Geller? Oh, That's a fair point. We're not. Um, we're how did not you, that how, cool. How, how did you orbit back together? Were you both back home? Or were you both like here? Uh, back oh, uh, in the summers, we how our terms were. We'd always spend the last two weeks, um, like on at the ocean, because our terms we were the only two people left. Yeah. on Long Island and then we just hang out and then um, the only two people left on Long Island <laughs> yeah like our only <laughs> everyone else is gone <laughs> else what is are gone. we gonna do it was us and one we're lifeguard we're going to Nassau Coliseum one by one lifeguard on field five and Robert Moses so you guys were um, f- you met in eighth grade yeah, but you were, we were friends really and you kept friends. just hanging out together all through college yeah like high school college yep and we'd visit and, and just really good friends and um, somewhere in our 20s uh, the last semester of high school, we were talking at one point, and I go, I just said to him, um, I said, how come we never dated? And he goes, I don't know, why don't we try dating? Mm. And that was it. And then that was 20. Apparently it was a good try. Good try. That was thir- 30 years ago. Uh, thir- uh, I can never remember how long we were married. His name's Mike. 28 yeah. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was, was the, I'm sorry, come back. What was the other language you spoke at home? Uh, my mother spoke Italian. Okay. Yeah, my mom. We never really spoke Italian, but she spoke Italian or shouted Italian. Is really sure, sure. Can you can you speak? She shouted Italian. No, we never. We were never bilingual. No. You just knew when to be afraid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we knew what was going on. She screamed Italian to her family, but yeah, no. So my maiden name's Spanish, actually. You made yeah, Sigi, right? Sigi, yeah, yeah. My my dad. Oh, I thought it was and Spanish and her real name. Pancake. Her real name's <laughs> not. <laughs> That's in the language. No, her real name my, isn't my, Daisy. My dad. Yeah, no, my real name's not Daisy. So what's your what's your real name? My given name's Desiree. Oh yeah, I knew that. A streetcar it's named my, Desiree. My code name. Your code yeah. name. <laughs> it's my code name. Yeah. Um, you want to play the age game for a hot second? Do what? You want to play the age game for a hot oh, second? Yeah. You've already oh played like you've That's already so played funny. you've already no, played I, like most I of it already. Do. You were doing it so fast, and I, I stink at math. Oh well, we have some help. Oh, um, okay. okay so can, can we ask you these these um, questions yes. on the record? Yes. I just want to just one second. Yeah. When yeah. did you become Daisy? Um, my sisters actually um, called me. Da- just started calling me Daisy. They call me Daisy Daisy Ray. But when you went to school, were they calling you? Were your teachers calling you Daisy? They, no, they called me Desiree, but my friends called me Daisy. Does anybody call you Desire? It once in college. No, I was yeah. wondering, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, in college. Because when I was in college, the U2 song came out. So Desire. I had that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they sang, and I got that song to Good me song. a lot. That was, yeah. right on, was that Right on the Hum? I think it was Right yeah. on the Hum. Uh, still a great album. Yeah. The beginning is pretty, like, it's right. The beginning is really good. Yeah. Hook. Great album. So, holds up well over time. Love yes. you too. All right, so, Daisy, I'll play the age game with you. Four okay. questions, all right? Let me get my, calcul- Go. my special calculator I'm app. I'm actually out. 49. All right. Well, well, the next question. I'll be 50 this year. 
We won't so, talk about that until why, five why seconds from now. Like, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just David's raising his I'm eyebrows. I'm catching you in the like, glow of the light. Like <laughs> 49. 49. You know, bet you look like you should be 55. You are doing, oh, wrong. You um, are doing so well, Daisy. Self-assessment, Daisy. How old do you look? How old do I look? Yeah. People think I'm 42. Who says that? Like, hey. People like don't. Have you do not look. Anything. I would agree that you do not look 49. Uh, how old do you act? I think you said 25 earlier. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. How old do you think you look? You're not what people think. Oh, you look. how old do I think? Yeah, it's a, I these are all self assessments. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fair. I would agree. You know, if my if my opinion counts for anything. What's that? She's 42. Yeah. That she looks 42. That's the best you can do for De- Desiree. Anyway, what was the next question? How old do act. I act? Uh, 40. And how old do you feel? Six. I'm gonna. I'm, I, I want. Um, I want to do her. Stop age interrupting. When she's stop interrupting. Because you were so over or under. Am I underselling it? Why doesn't David do for me? I'm um, gonna finish up. No, we'll let Julie. Do okay, it. wait. How old do I act? I'd say like 36. You just said 40, but no, no, I'd say 36. 36. All right, all right. And how old do you feel? Oh, oh, how old Julie's do I feel? Julie's adding this up. I definitely feel like 37. 37. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel that old. Really I think because. All right. Yeah, so I've been, I have I've two children. Good news for you. So you actually are. I'm actually. You ready for it? Forty-four point two eight. Forty-four. Five years younger than. Yeah. The, the math tells you that you actually are. Congratulations. Forty-four point two eight. No, no. I'm just gonna say because you're you're thinking you know the TikTok and you're thinking of this and of that. It's pretty cool. I think you know, I bring I'd, cool. I'd lower your I lower your um, I know. Yeah, assessment. I know my pop culture. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. she uses and, and she's pretty good with the apps. You want to talk about the Life 360 thing that, that you're looking at? Oh my this, gosh. Was, this was the high, This is something I learned oh, on Saturday. And I day. told the story about the bras. This was amazing. Go right ahead. So Dan's son is beginning to drive, and and um, James, James, James is beginning to drive, and I coached James for a couple of years, and and I said, oh, I can't believe he's beginning to drive, and and I said, Hey, I said I have this app that I love. My my friend told me about it. And I said, when Joe, my, my eldest, started driving, I said, I said, look, here's the deal. When you have your license, I already have anxiety. I don't need any more. I need you to put this Life 360, it's an app, Life 360, on your phone. And I just want to know if you're in a ditch. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, I trust you until you give me reason not to. I, you know, whatever. So it just, if I don't hear from you... I, I, want just, to, I want to know I just want are. to know no, what's the what app? Uh, if well, the app is called Life 360. No, but what does it do? Oh, so you can look it up. You click on it. This is so, so I'm like, oh, so look at this, Dan and Elizabeth. And Mike and I are standing there. My son had just taken a road trip <laughs> that day, returned from Quinnipiac University where he's considering attending college. This is, this is the I, most amazing part I of Saturday. Can't, this, I can't. I have to hold it together. So, so I'm going, and I said, "See, you can look at the app." Actually, I'm David while I'm doing. So I said, "You can," and I said, "This is really cool, young folk. Listen, <laughs> listen to us." And I can click on his name, and then I can see where Joe's been. Like now, I can see he's at Bedford High School, yeah. and then I can see the trip he took. Yeah. And I said, see, young kids? And then all of a sudden, I look at it, and it says, high of 93 miles an hour. And Mike and I are just sitting there. And Dan and Elizabeth looked at us, and Dan goes, is that the first time you're seeing that? (laughs) And Mike and I both say, yeah. 
Does that mean he's was driving? He was driving 93 miles an hour. At one, oh, oh, at I one get it. point, I get it. so to be fair, he could have driven 93 <laughs> miles an hour for like a half a minute and been like, er, er, that's not very safe. But to be honest, he's a 17-year-old boy hmm. and whatever. He was probably why he made it back in six and a half seconds from Hampton, <laughs> Connecticut. But... So maybe he's so being chased by somebody. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like the cops who are about <laughs> to <laughs> who are about to give him a big fat ticket and yeah. points what's and this, my what's my this shop you turn on the mass bike you did. Oh my goodness! So we're so Dan, so Dan and Elizabeth are, are saying, "Oh, that that's a great app." <laughs> <laughs> and Mike and I, so we so you know we still haven't said it because I mean honestly they're going to make these decisions yeah. and my heart is just like ninety three miles an hour and Mike looks at me and he goes, "He drives like you do." Oh, right. Because I do. I drive. I just drive fast. And I just, you know, but, you know, you just kind of hope for the best. But yeah, so the the Life 360. Life 360 um, in real time. In real. That was just yeah, so funny. But he did. He took his first solo alone in the car. And he uh, That's went. a two hour drive. I mean, went, yeah, two, two yeah. It's like, well, it was. It was two, a little bit less than two, it maybe should have been, it right? Was, it was like warp speed. It was an hour and 57 minutes. Remember, Dan? I yeah, was I mean, like, it's like, wow, he made great time. Well, 93 miles an hour. Well, it's 140 miles from Waltham to New Haven. So oh you, can, you, you do the math, right? Yeah, it was quite funny. And then, um, so yeah, he said we did his first road trip. And, you know, these are baby steps, which are all for us as parents, really, to get used to letting them go and. I mean, you know, you've got two grown girls, you right? Two grown girls. Yeah, I actually have the the find fi- find your friends app on my phone just to make sure that that some yeah. some is in the I right place. Some, I do some like low level yeah. stalking, like where is everybody? But I, I like sometimes I actually don't even really want to know, you know. Um, I, I have a question, Dave. Apropos of nothing, so in the Air AirPods discussion, yeah. I, I referenced uh, a few times, like, yeah. hey, like walking around Whole Foods, like, well, I don't walk around Whole Foods. <laughs> I just wanted to follow up, and, like, are you like, are you not a where do you go shopping? <laughs> do you? I have never. We've, well, Jen, we've never talked about like where you buy food. Jen does most of the shopping. Yeah, I thought so. She, you know, stop and but shop. You, like, I, I don't. I actually I, love. I, I don't I go to Whole Foods because there's too many like patients there. Like, what's the no? Story? I just don't go to Whole Foods. It's, it's just off the path for me. I it's actually on the way to work. Yeah, I'm not going to shopping <laughs> what, before. What, I'm not dropping what, in for some what, asparagus what, on the way what, to work. What you know? path? Can you see Dave in the grocery store though? No, they, I can't. That's the thing. No, I can't can picture you, it at all. No, how irritated. Just be like, Dr. Geller, look at my eye. Oh, can yeah. you look oh, at this? Oh, I don't mind that at all. I actually like that. I don't, I mean, oh, do I don't, you? Yeah, I don't mind okay, it. But, but I actually love. I have something I want you to look I, at. <laughs> I've been looking at it all day, um, the past hour. The, I. Um, I actually love going to the supermarket. I don't know what it is about. I, I, I love where going with Where do you go? Where do you go? Stop and shop. Stop and shop. I just, or I just love going there. I love walking around. I just love buying stuff. And I love going well, with I Madison. Bet you, I, bet you, I bet you don't go with a list. You're like, oh, that looks fun. I, you Jen, are not a list writer. Jen will send me with a list. Or I, I'll just drop all, You'll go rogue. I'll go, totally go rogue. I yeah, love, yeah. hey, man. We, yeah. Yesterday we bought a 12-pack of donuts. You know, is it, you know, Why not? Just do that. Well, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll give that, you for reasons why not. Do I'll buy you that cook, ki- though? Do I cook? Yes. No. Do you no, 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 no. I mean, I, I can. You know, bread. Do you go stop and shop in Lexington or Bradford? Uh, toast. Um, I, 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 uh, both. David Probably just says no wrong answer. No one's going to yell at you for going to the one in Bedford. More. Are we going to let him off the hook? He says, "I toast." No, no yeah, I, cook, I, cook, I cook toast. He's a no. modern man. He I toasts. Know. I've but, seen but Dave like on the grill <laughs> in Maine sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dan, Dan, do you cook? Oh, all the time. Yeah. You do cook oh, all yeah, the time. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisy, uh, where do you where do you buy where do you buy food? You know, I go to Market Basket. Which one? There's many possible okay, Market Baskets. Okay, I I go to the one by the old Kmart. It's the right answer. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I'm so excited. Tell, tell me why, because we probably have the same reason why. Um, they're, they're the fewest humans in that place. Right. 
Yeah. Right. Thank you. I do. I like it. And, and I, like I do. That. And I heard your whole AirPod discussion. Oh, yeah. And I do shop with my AirPods. Oh, me too. But I listen to my book on tape and I mm. shop because it's just a new Oh, yeah. They're not in there for show. Like, you actually have something. No, like, I'm out. listening to, yeah. Yeah. And, when, I'm, so, when I'm not helping, like, little old ladies get stuff off at the top very of the nice. shelves. So, yeah. from an etiquette perspective, do you get to the checkout and, like, take one out or both out? Or you just oh, no, of, I'll you, take you them out when I'm it. interacting. Self checkout. Yeah. Self checkout. There is no self checkout at Market Basket. They like human interaction. I'm sure they do. Hey. As do I. That's why I don't wear well, my there AirPods. Was, there was a big kerfuffle about the automatic checkout at the Bedford CVS. Because people that, are saying there's an take, automatic take, checkout. The best taking away, taking away jobs, right? How do people feel about Ooh. it? And somebody's like, I don't like, like that it shouts the price. It's like anti-itch cream, nine ninety nine. Does it say? Does it say the name? I mean, pr- I it's it was, just isn't so. It, isn't it just the price? Say, does it say that? I'm not sure. I it says item price. I know. That, right? Okay, that's why Julie's <laughs> off the it's mic. It's like, <laughs> um, it's and, like Ted beep. Beep, but days, you, you, so you go to Market Basket in the Ricca, as I do got, I. Yeah. There, there are three different Market Baskets in the Ricca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about Weggies? Then, Am I going to Weggies? I don't. So I actually uh, want to. So we they, live in the wrong part. Of yeah, it. I don't go there. All right. So the, some people are are militant. You must love and obey like the Wegmans cult and go there. <laughs> and I've been twice. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. It seems like a warehouse to me. Although I do like their selected beer selection. Speaking of warehouses, I love going to like BJ's or Costco and you know shopping for food there because it's just it's just bulk. All you can buy, all you can eat. I love it. It's it's what and I love. The, thanks. It's and, and, what do you buy it in? Bulk, 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 bulk. And, and I love when they when you walk out with it with your with your um, receipt, which is like eight thousand items. That's like oh, yeah. CVS, and, and, they, and, and they check and they it, pretend, and they, check and they pretend it. to check it, and then the old dude just just, just pokes a hole in it with a little <laughs> stamp. Yeah, yeah, you're good to go. Son. No, but they pretend to check it, and then they're like, "Where's your gum?" And you're like, "Oh my gosh, you're actually looking for stuff." Wait a minute, how'd you know I had gum? I, that's, I, I usually just start with the gum and it's, assume you have some. I know. <laughs> well, how about the people that go to CVS and they buy all the groceries at CVS, and you're trying to bu- pick up your prescription, you know, and someone and someone's getting their 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 month supply of toilet paper and and oh, milk pe- at CVS. Well, people um, shop that CVS circular like a religion. Seriously, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm not in that camp. No. Yeah, not so much. But you live right down the street. That's what you should do. You should just, you just go to CVS. Say, you should get your fruit at CVS. Yeah, Dan, <laughs> yeah, Dan I don't... We'll be all right. I go to Whole Foods enough. No, but you can save right yourself walking. That's true. I mean, it's healthier. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, it's better, but, and it's a better selection, I heard. Well, we go to Market Basket. I mean, this time, like, I mean, three days a week. I went, I went there Saturday and bought like eight bags of apples, right? And there's like nothing left. Did you have, like, what have you been doing for three days besides eating apples, children? With your nothing, family you know? of, of five plus. Or seven. Um, no, I was doing the kids because okay. you guys don't eat much. They don't let the parents um, eat. <laughs> do you, have you ever done Peapod or the delivery it's really thing? like the well, Hunger that, Games we were talking in about the Brawl House. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, put the, they put the food grab, in the middle the, of the living room. Grab your food or die. They put the food in the middle of that Davi. She's crafty. Yeah, there, there, there's some elbowing for jockeying for position. Um, but so I was seeing the news. I, I was I was at a kid's house last night tutoring, and I walk up to the house, and it's a big house at noon, and there's like 10 to 12 bags of like Amazon fresh, like Whole Foods mm. delivery, like on the doorstep. And I ring the bell, and the mom looks out, and she goes, oh. Amazon guy's here. No, no she, she's, like, <laughs> no. she's like, oh, yeah, my, you know, my husband is um, – is concerned about the coronavirus and wants to have two weeks of food in the house. And I said to my wife, like, if we had two f- weeks of food in our house, we wouldn't, there wouldn't be any room for people. Exactly. 
Oh, like, Daisy, yeah. can we borrow your house for right. our we're, food? We're, there's nowhere yeah. for the yeah. food to go. So like, we're not we're not panicking about that yet, Dave. Very clearly, I'm just having this image of right. walking to Taco Bell and grabbing a burrito off the window. I'm hungry. It's, I know where it is. <laughs> there's a, bur- the window, there's a burrito right, right there. Right. There's like as ten as, lined up right, as long from as Jim, Jim O'Brien. That's, that's a long way of saying I, I don't do the the grocery delivery. Yeah, and I, in some ways I enjoy going to the store, but like just trying to squeeze in the up the back to market basket. Although it's you're in and out of there and. Yeah, five you minutes because yeah. the guy that's singing, that the, good? the guy that's singing all the time, right? Who's the, the guy who the manager? Yeah, like, that we love guy. Him, He's you know? a character. How about Trader Joe's? I mean, we do stuff at Trader once, Joe's once a week, once every two weeks. Right? Trader Joe's is speaking of Hunger Games, getting in and out yeah. of that oh, the parking, parking lot. Oh, nightmare. But I that's say, a, that's I a say, a couple of hail marys, close my eyes, and hit the gas. I'll tell you because <laughs> terrible. Yeah. It's life, really life three sixty. Everybody, I do. <laughs> we want to know where mom is on the front fender of that F one fifty. She just ran over that policeman on the detail. Where the guy? I know. Do it's, they, like, it's like leaving the Grace Chapel. I know. Do, they, do the policemen do rock paper scissors for who gets that detail? That's gotta be a bad job. I mean, how do? Especially in December when it's like December twentieth. They're, like, they're like, oh, not the not the Trader Joe's park. I mean, Listen, no, I'm 80, just going eighty bucks an hour to direct traffic. I really would like fine, to know. Yeah. Has anybody been hit on that detail? Because people are bananas. They're like, no, no, the parking lot's full. No, no, I'm, I'm going to the pet store. <laughs> I'm not going to the Red Sox game. I'm just going to go into Best Buy and park. Here. Well, I mean, I mean, as we're all, we're all smart shoppers, like you got to be very strategic. What do you shop for at Trader Joe's? What do you shop for at Market Basket? What can you only get at Whole Foods? Like it's very, you know, you got a plan. You got a plan for I've it. I've got a friend that has like a Trader Joe's list, oh, a yeah. Whole Foods, and they, yeah. and they have days where they too go much. there. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's, I'm like, I th- I'm in a sweat a little bit thinking about all She's this. She's so, <laughs> this is so, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. So a um, lot. speaking of beer, you were talking about Wegmans and the and some yeah they have that whole beer pick your own like make your own six pack situation yeah yeah that's it make Thank your you. own beer so uh, yeah, I came yeah. across came across some, this is not a this is Ohio man all right Ohio, mm. Ohio. um so I, I'm why not, why we you know is it Ohio in oh. honor of Daisy well what? I I did make that connection but it's just a funny item which I want to share next week share with everybody Long Island so um, we don't do Lent Dave because we're not uh, oh that, we right? don't but we don't. Ohio man, cowards said that he is he's giving up. <laughs> I'm <some> in. <laughs> Back to Dan. <laughs> I love this. Dave's giving up washing Dave, his hands. This, this, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> hand sanitizer wipes and cleanliness. All good. Uh, this will hit a lot of things Dave loves, including fasting and, and beer and some other stuff. Okay, so Ohio man said he's giving up solid food for Lent and switching to a beer only diet to set a world record. Oh, his name is Del Hall. Uh, who made headlines in 2019 when he lost 44 pounds in 46 days on his beer-only Lent diet. No. Says he planned to extend his fast to 50 days this year to set a world record for the beer diet. Hall, who's a sales director uh, for 50 West Brewery in Cincinnati, said he decided to extend the beer diet after hearing about another man who completed a beer-only Lent. Quote, I don't (laughs) think the extra days are going to be a struggle. The hardest part is the first few days, he told. And the hardest Cincinnati part is giving interviews inquirer. while intoxicated. <laughs> so <laughs> the hardest I'm part right is, back. I'm the hardest part is remaining conscious <laughs> through the first and I not mean, not being in the urinal all day. <laughs> if you work if you work in a brewery, well, for those at home, there, the bathroom. You know? But I mean, how, how do you lose forty four pounds in forty? Well, first days? of all, what what kind of you know, these breweries, quote unquote, like what kind of bad beer, is a good beer, bad beer? You know, I it's, it's I like did, a German beer, then it's all the wheat, right? Then because the wheat kind of fills you. 
<laughs> what kind of beer diet? That's great. What, well, what time? What time does he does he have breakfast? That's the question. Beer for breakfast? No, but that's. Well, is, it, is that is after eleven hours of fasting, Dave? As we talked about, or seventeen hours of fasting, 17. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. No, it was, six, it was sixteen. Oh, are you talking about doing the intermittent fasting? Just a Dave, Dave's into this. Yeah. And then, and, oh, and then leading with a Cliff Bar or a beer, like which one's well, better this, for you? Right, the sugar, they, or the alcohol. Alcohol is sugar. Oh. What does it matter? Right. And there you go. Hmm. How about just a couple of eggs? How about have you ever it? had an egg and a beer? I love how your voice goes into that yeah. egg voice. Oh, yeah, God, no. Yeah, you have an, an egg, egg and a beer? A- apparently, yeah. Yeah, it helps with the hangover. Apparently. What are you talking about, dropping the egg I've and the beer? I've heard from a friend. Are we talking rock? Yeah, yes. There was, a, was that Mike Burgoyne? Yeah. Uh, was it Lisa Warhover? Um, Lisa Warhover. Oh, my God. How was that amazing? Um, you guys went on an amazing oh, ski trip. Oh, we went trip. on a ski trip, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we went, went to Utah. Were the there, too? No? Yeah, the yeah. Six, we six had three six. families, so Mike and I... Said we're going to Park City, and um, and we said who and else? Then we're to gonna go? get married. Well, that was back in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> right. We got married on Long Island. Lo- oh, there it is, Long uh, Island. There it is. Yeah, we in Roslyn. Um, With a Y. Yeah, it's Roslyn. I'm in Hassett, and then in Roslyn. Oh my god. Um. Oh my so god. yeah, we went. We spent. We spent a bunch of days with uh, kids that my son grew up with. It was great. Six kids, six adults. Mm-hmm. So nice. It was like an impromptu senior trip. So there, the, right. I know yeah, some nice. of those skiers, like Joel, mm-hmm. um, I speak to, and I don't, and I don't know about the, the rest of them. So I only yeah. know one of them. He's an amazing. Joel's an amazing skier. Yeah. Like yeah. like how? What was the level of skiing that you all? I mean, the adults, because I, I saw some black diamond pics of you. Yeah. <laughs> with a with a with a yeah. Uh, my gri- black diamond pictures. Uh, uh my black diamond ability is uh, limited. Um, I ski in super short skis because of reconstructive knee surgery. But um, like and I mostly like, shorties, like laugh shorties, and shorties scream. Skis? Like not K-tel like super ones? short, but my daughter, who's five feet tall, I have shorter skis than her. Mm. Um, just because my orthopedist was like, these are the skis you need to ski on here <laughs> compared to when this your boots iPhone. are bigger than your ski. No, no, it's not that bad. But um, so I'm I'm probably like the least skilled um, skier just in that kind of um, in that environment for the bumps and stuff but uh but everybody has been skiing for for you know most of their lives but the kids are amazing skiers hmm. when did you start skiing uh when i was five really well, yeah. where would you go on long island uh no i would go in vermont <laughs> i was gonna say mount, mount long I island s- <laughs> no i start skiing uh started skiing in quichi yeah. and then um then we skied like quichi killington stratton okimo all that stuff. And then um, hmm. first out west experience was Jackson Hole. My husband took me out hmm. there in 92 when we landed our first jobs in a recession upon graduation. So hmm. so that was fun. Um, but so yeah, right, so. That statement full of facts right there. Wait, Jackson Hole, recession, jobs, yeah, graduation. Yeah, we had a recession big time in 92. But uh, the guy, so everybody, they're That's all great. really no, good I saw skiers. you guys doing some, there was some, <laughs> some glade skiing I saw. And oh my gosh, too. my husband, uh, like all the guys, like my husband, Jeff, uh, Jeff Warhover, Mike, uh, Joel Alper, they're, they're all great yeah. skiers. And Lori's and a good skier too. Get, yeah, Lori's a great skier. Lisa's a great skier. Not only does Lori ski well, her. she looks good when she's skiing, right? Yeah, she's definitely. Um, can't she's can't a, really say that. No, like a pretty no, glide. No, I ski, I've skied with them glide. up in Maine. Yeah. And, and um, no, and Joel. No, it's like a good style. No, if, no Joel's, Joel's, yeah. Joel's got the, the, the moguls to come to Joel, and yeah. Lori just kind of <laughs> swishes down the mountain, you know? My um, yeah, no. vocals succumb to Joe. <laughs> My oh, husband Joe. started uh, skinning. Do you know what that is? 
It's when you when you put the the covers on your on your um, skis and you hike up the mountain oh, and you yeah, pop yeah, them yeah, off yeah, and yeah. you ski down. My my husband is it, he's like Benjamin Button. He's uh, getting younger. In Maine, in Maine we called that ski. The ski place was closed for the season, and we just goes we'd go up, we'd walk come out ourselves. Anyway. So, yeah, we're gonna reopen the slope. Yeah, yeah, no, he he does that. So he uh he's been doing that, and um, they apparently don't allow that at Park City. And Mike found that out the hard way, but uh, what, hard he enjoyed way. it. In, in cuffs, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. They uh, he was asked to exit the premises. No facial, facial wreck. Never the welcome back day, again. Yeah. What, what he was walking yeah. up? How far up the mountain? Uh almost up at canyons. He was like kind of near really? the top, and they were like, "Sir, you can't be doing this." And don't make loud noises to cause an avalanche. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't like that. He was on a trail and everything, but but yeah. So so we did that, and I got a little impromptu senior trip. So. We might have really shot ourselves in the foot because we set that standard with my daughter. Oh, yeah. Hopefully she's watching. She's hopefully watching. Hopefully she'll have amnesia and forget that ever happened, <laughs> which chances are no. Yeah. Um, I think we should talk about the signage in your yard Oh. for a little second because yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. You want to go down yep. that rabbit hole for a minute and tell us what's going on with the sign in your yard? Um. So... <laughs> So I have, uh, I have two signs in my yard. Um, These live on the main road at Bedford, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I live on, a, on a main road, Route 62. Oh, and, and, yep, and one says, don't give up, and the other one says, you are enough. And it's a campaign. Wonderful messages. Yeah. The both of them. They're great, right? yeah. great messages. The idea, I was introduced to it by a woman whose name I don't remember. She lives on Davis Road, and I saw her uh, message, does anybody want these signs? This is what it's from. And she gave me my first one. And then I said, oh, gosh, I really love this messaging. And, and she'd given me the first one after one of my uh, teachers at my daycare lost her son to suicide. And I would said, if this reaches one person, then it is worth it. Yep. So um, I got a kit from this company. Um, I don't know. It's if you Google, if you're interested and you look up, uh, don't give up lawn signs. And they sent me a whole kit with little cards that you can pass out um, and these and multiple street signs. And I have them, I have them attached to my trees. And so a couple of different things have happened. I've been getting my mail and people pulled into my driveway and thanked me. Um, and then most recently, uh, somebody had written a letter and left it in the mailbox. And my husband got it, and he always teases me that I'm always giving away something in my yard, collecting something in my yard. <laughs> then I have these signs, and he always teases me. And uh, and he reads this letter, and he sends a I'm in a meeting uh, in the evening, and he sends this picture of this letter, and he says, I will never tease you again. And because this woman said, you know, I just wanted to let you know I was driving to work and I was feeling the lowest I've felt in years and just feeling really hopeless. And I looked up and I saw this message and it really had me take stock in how I was feeling. And I just want to thank you for just reminding me that I just need to keep going. And, and it was just so powerful and just sharing that with my kids and just saying, look, it's a hello to a stranger. It's, you know, you don't have to move mountains. You don't have to donate millions. You don't, you know, it's just the little things. And, and I was really doing this in, in sort of honoring Tyler, who was just this really sweet young boy who um, 
you know, when talking with the with the people that he worked with, they said, you know, he loved going in. Tyler loved going in. To, he worked at Chip and Farm, and he loved going in and just sitting all among the hundreds of baby chicks that they got in the spring. And, you know, this gentle soul was just really, really struggling. And, and despite all the efforts, just the su- suicide won. And the other day, I had a delivery uh, brought to my house, and, and the gentleman was nice enough to bring it in the house for me because it was heavy. And I was like, oh, thanks so much. And I said, hey, I'm going to follow you out. I'm going to um, go get my mail. And he's like, okay. And uh, we, walk to the, we walk to the end of my walkway, and he turns around and he hugs me. And, and I was kind of taken aback and I, and I, and I was like, hug it like, you know, and I was like, Oh, and I said, I said, are you okay? And he said, you know, I've, I'm feeling really, really down. And I was driving along looking for your house and I thought, saw these signs and I said, Oh, well, you know, that's really nice. And then I saw that this is where I was delivering the stuff and I just really want to thank you. And he said, I just feel like people, this society is just so isolating. And sometimes I feel really so desperately alone. And he goes, and I've just feel really, really alone. And I asked him questions, like I just want to, and I I said, you know, I asked him questions to make sure he wasn't at risk. Because I was going to wrestle the car keys away from this grown man if he was, you know, if I felt like he was going to do himself harm. And and he's just like, no, I'm not feeling that way now. I just really wanted to thank you. And we talked in the driveway for like 15 minutes, just kind of strategies on how to how to welcome in positivity into his life and just surround himself with more positive people through different avenues. And, and he's young. He's like 25 years old. And, and you just don't know. You know, you just absolutely don't know. And I think, you know, in thinking about all all of this, it's it's just you know and having you know kids growing up now and kind of being exposed to um you know being exposed to all these pressures and and you you know you talk to their friends and the stress and this and as much as we try as parents we just also have to um you know the words can come out of our mouths but it's our actions that they're watching you know so it's it's just been a pretty powerful week it says, uh, "It says, don't give up, and you are enough." Love so it. it's it's those two messages. So, um, yeah. doesn't hurt. No, and it it's just, hurt, and you, know? you think like, oh, it's not gonna make a difference, and it does. It does. I love yeah, that. It does. Well, thanks for doing that. Hmm. Wow. So well, Geller, Jerry um, <coughs> Falco, right? Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, as a pediatrician, I'm sure you see. You say, I mean, you have a you have a clinical. Yeah. Do you have a clinical psychologist in your practice? Yeah, a, what a is psychiatric Jason? nurse practitioner, Psychi- which is uh, I saw that, and, and I was and like, another oh. one actually was going to be joining us just because it's such a huge need for this, and I yeah. just think that, um, yeah, I I, I am, sp- not speechless, but I think that's so powerful, and there are so many people among us who struggle with this and aren't able to um, express it or reach out. And it's amazing. Well, you're amazing. That's amazing. And I think it's amazing um, why things happen, how things happen. And that's another probably another discussion. But you either you know recognize that things things happen for a re- reason, or you ignore them. And you know, wow, I, it's, it's great. Wow. Well, 
and I think, you know, and I think people, the less stigma you put on it, like I love that it's in a pediatrician's office and that it's not, you know, that it's just somebody who's part of this whole this whole area of your wellness you know you're talking about your physical wellness your mental wellness you know well, I mean, as, as, as um it's if you just google don't give up um it's like the don't give up project i can look it up too i just think you know as daisy you know reflects on it, just this you know being able to be to have a community or to know that there are people out there and that's you know what that's what bedford brings lexington brings hopefully to the table yeah. and and I know that the school, especially Bedford, has a big, you know, push. You know, if you hear something, say something. You know, and I just think that people need to know. I mean, Dan and I have had a long friendship, and and we know that. You know, we we're there for each other, and I hope that all of our friends know that. And the fact that a stranger, you know, who's not a stranger anymore, was able to, you know, for some reason, reach out and then get something back. That's that's the other thing is 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 hearing but then responding correctly or listening and responding correctly. And I, I don't know what your training is with that or just I don't know you as a, as a great person, but the ability to, you know, be, um, to be accessible um, is great. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, actually, and I was running. It was called this, uh, Freakonomics Podcast about loneliness um, and about, you know, the, the rise of self-reported loneliness and social isolation since the creation of the Internet is a measurable sociologically measured qualitatively analyzed thing um so there is a difference between loneliness and social isolation the uk appointed a minister of loneliness a few years ago which was mocked in the u.s but like it's actually important for people to feel connections and community and affinity and the questions that you get at your physical is like do you have friends you talk to three times a week you know do you have groups that you belong to because you want to make sure that you're making these connections which are sort of in person uh, and you know phone calls are different than texts right which is why i enjoy the fact that we talk on the phone dave so um, I mean, this, let's, let's get, I mean, let's, the uh, social piece yeah. is so important, mm-hmm. and just uh, I mean, this right here. I mean, uh, w- this is a great you know forum. Us, us four in the same room together. It's it's awesome for many different reasons, and it's probably why we like what we do. Right? We enjoy the interactions, and we enjoy you know connections, and it's mm-hmm. it's uh, where humans are built to be yeah. social people, and we don't have that ability to have that. It's tough for sure. So I was talking at the mission, you know. Uh, with uh, our good friend Alan Sherman, um, Lexington resident, and he's like, how's it going in your job? I'm like, Alan, here's why I'm really happy because I get to talk to and create connections with hundreds of people every day. I'm like, nothing makes me happier than making someone walk in and feel like I care about them and I'm I'm asking them questions and making a kid smile and being silly. I know that's how you are, Dave, in the world. I I think about when I say something like that's that's exactly what Geller would say in the office, something just like ludicrous but like funny, but just because you want to make a connection with somebody. Um, and I think this podcast is an essential. Like you just want to reach out to people and ask them questions and get to know them and give them an audience and uh, you know have special people come in and tell their stories because everybody in their heart's a storyteller, right? And wants to know that you care about them. So um, let's ask and let's be available to them, I think, for sure. I mean, I love those little, like in in, um, in Burgers, when you see the, the groups of the post-church little old ladies yeah. who mm-hmm. all sit around with their sharing a bagel and coffee. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're each other's lifeblood, and then you like you just you know that's why they're eighty nine <laughs> and still no, going to exactly church. Exactly right. Yeah. You know, it's just because we need one another, and and people kind of get lost in the rat race. And for sure. So in the end, I told this gentleman that he should adopt an older dog and start going to dog parks and connecting with people. Wow. Um, there we go. Back to the initial conversation of the love of my life. 
Um, moon yes. and the stars. There we go. Yes, <laughs> the my moon and my stars. Yeah. Mm. Remember when the when the bear was roaming around your neighborhood? Oh and, my and gosh! The dog Absolutely. Was I saw you walking your dog. And where's the Where's the bear? Is the bear around I here? I know bears don't scare me, but that was hysterical. Bears don't scare you? No, they're adorable. Oh, okay, because they're like big fluffy bears. Yeah, what, what, except when they maul you. What wild <laughs> animal in your backyard would scare you? A coyote is scarier to me than a bear. Well, they're around too they're these shifty. days, right? I have this vision. You know, there was a guy that, that 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 fought off that coyote, right? That attacked his son and like killed it with his bare hands. I, oh, where was that? Wasn't that Samson in the Bible? With the no, no, it was recently. <laughs> it was like recently. It was in Massachusetts somewhere, New Hampshire. Yeah, you hiking. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I had to, and I and I, my whole in my mind, I played out like. Is that Brian Cutler? Is that Brian Cutler? It's probably Brian Cutler. He bit the he bit the wall. He, he right down there on his hands he and knees. His no, but I, in my mind, I played out this this whole image of you know what I would do and how I would do that, and then I was thinking. Can't predict that. About um, what what animal would you like? If a bear, like you know, what would what animal could you take on? I mean, a grizzly, yeah, not a well, black. Get that bear, book, though. like black how to survive the, the survival handbook. How do you fend off I, a wild exactly, animal? Exactly. I'm sure. How do you survive an airplane? Jokes, crash? you sure jokes, you distract there. them with humor. Yeah, but if you ever, oh, read, yeah. if you ever read Bill Bryson's Walk in the Woods, how they talk about the different ways, and there's like no way to <laughs> survive a bear attack. Yeah, and, like get big, get small, <laughs> run, don't run, climb a tree, don't climb a tree, and in the end, it's like just just kind of pray. Yeah, like lay wow. down, don't lay down, you know. Yeah. Um, so we we survived the leap year unscathed. I actually didn't realize it was the leap year until like halfway through. Oh, it's February twenty ninth. So that was kind of an uneventful non-event that we talked about last week. Um, big week this week. There's a lot going on. Um, we have a big Super Tuesdays tomorrow. Hope everyone mm. gets out there and votes. Yeah, I did um, really. Uh, also, in, in electoral news, there's a huge election in Israel. Dave, as you know, the third yep. third time perhaps a charm for a government. We have friends who are in Israel today for elections and are coming home to vote tomorrow, which is a quite a moment in time for those two countries electorally. So hmm. hopefully we'll come out of this one alive. Um, there's talk of Dave and I recording from a satellite location in this podcast sometime this week. Hopefully that happens. High uh, above the stratosphere. Portable recorder. Where but, is um, that going to be? We're we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna tell you. Well, with my portable recorder, roaming we can around. record anywhere. So we're we're into like talking more, and um, you know exciting. the people that we want to talk to. The list is, is growing and growing and growing. Um, some great to have Daisy here today. Um, we might even invite you back. I'm gonna stalk you. Yeah, well, it's a it's a good place to hang out. Um, I believe else, them into this. Anything by else the way. happening this week, uh, Dave Geller, that we should be talking about? Uh, no, just I think it's gonna be a busy week with, as you said, with um. Super Tuesday, I think this coronavirus thing is is going to either explode or fizzle. Yeah, plateau. Well, in, and like, I mean, like the North Korean nuclear test. Yeah, right? as you as you mentioned <laughs> as you mentioned Israel, I, I know that the because um, as being a part of the Lexington Board of Health, there, there's there's communications every day and, and today they're talking to the um, the the uh, director of the board is speaking with the Department of Public Health you know, about any updates, and I'm interested to see if the quarantine period is going to be extended to other countries like Israel, like Italy. Well, Israel, the government has suspended all foreign travel for school groups. So groups that usually come here as part of an exchange are not coming this year. Mm -hmm. So that's a big deal for folks that are participating in some of those partnerships. How will it affect Purim? Purim will go on as scheduled next week, Dave. Okay. So not to worry. You can celebrate in your... Um, you can cancel costume. Halloween because of a snowstorm, Translation Purim is the, put is, off. It's not the Jewish Halloween, but it's when people dress up in costumes for uh, celebration and dancing and um, other things. All right. uh, Daisy, this week, what's happening with you? Anything interesting, different, unusual, other than this podcast today? I don't think so. I have, um, oh, my daughter turns 14 tomorrow. Happy birthday. Yeah, the big one four. Wow. The big one four. Yeah, her brother is so cute. He's like, that's big. And I thought he was being sarcastic, of course, because, you know, such is the age. And I go, is it? And he goes, no, it is. That's, that's high school. 
And I was is, he, like, is he 18 oh yet or she's still 17? No, he'll be 18 mid-July. Did he say this to you? No, he cannot vote tomorrow. No, he cannot vote Did he say this to you in person or did he text it to you while he no, was driving? No, we were all standing in the kitchen. <laughs> well, he was driving 93. <laughs> he was dictating to it. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, it's hands off. Oh, hands yeah, <laughs> ring. Um, yeah, no. So he's like, yeah, that's high school. And I thought, oh, my gosh. It's Wow. So, so uh, yeah, so she's turning 14, but other than that, um, that's a pretty big one. You know, just Lent and beer. Just Lent. Lent. Beer what's, your, Lent. what's your Lent thing? What are you doing? What are you not doing, right? Um, no, you know, I uh, go to the Episcopal Church, yep. so we approach it a little bit differently. I, I wouldn't know. Um, I'm educating you, Thank so you. take notes. I'm He's not taking notes. Um, no. So I actually do things during Lent, opposed yep. to give things mm. up. So you're affirming, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. so it actually this kind of started with something sort of funny many years ago. Um, it was around, so uh, my dad passed about uh, 10 years ago, <laughs> and right about then, like, Right uh, before he passed, Len had started, and I said, you know, I've really got to watch my language. I'm going to give up, you know, the F word. <laughs> and then my dad passed away, and I was like, totally not giving up the F word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So I said, I'm going to um, start writing just notes of appreciation uh, to people. So each Lent, mm. I kind of sit down, and I kind of write down little notes of appreciation to people. Um I do, you know, not 40 of them, but I do it during the, but then uh, I'd seen somebody was saying, you know, put some things aside a day to donate mm. and then you'd have 40 items mm. by the end of the week, um, by the end of the time period. So, um, so I've been doing When does that. Lent start? Uh, I started last Wednesday, yeah, right? Yeah, started yeah. last Wednesday. So I have, yeah. I have 20, I have 33 more days to check my mailbox, basically. Wait, how, long, how long, how long, right. how long? I will, I'll just, I'll find you. I don't even know how long is Lent. 40, 40 days. days. Four zero. I get 40 that. 40 days yeah. and 40 Just like nights. the flood. Yes. That's probably not the reason why. Yeah. So we've learned a lot today. <laughs> and what do we know? We've learned about Toy Story. Um, we've learned about Taco Bell. Listen, Bullseye. <laughs> we've learned about Lent. Uh, we've learned about Daisy's incredible signage and care for others. Um, we've learned about the, f- the the North Korean connection to the coronavirus fizzle or explode. Oh and uh, a little bit about beer-only diets. So that's pretty good for one episode, I think. I so we, sh- we should start a beer-only diet, Julie. You can report back to us like uh, if you if you lose forty four pounds in forty six days. I think we'll all want to say, "Hey, what you what? doing? What What's you doing? All that? What do you know that we don't?" So look for this episode up on SoundCloud later today this week. Uh, maybe there'll be a satellite podcast sneaking in towards Friday. You never know. And if not, we'll see you back here next Monday, Dave. Uh-huh. Daisy, thank you. Week. Thanks, thank Daisy. You for having Thanks, me. Thanks, Julie. Right.